Hey everybody, you're listening to the second greatest running podcast in the world, Whereabouts Failure, brought to you by P2E Studios. And welcome back to Whereabouts Failure, the podcast for runners that are looking to either rebrand the sport of running, or if you just need to enter the witness protection program, I am one of your hosts, Steve Gendron, and I'm joined by Mike Jenner, who is somewhere off the coast of Connecticut. Mike, how you doing? Steve, last week you put me on the spot for a story. I was the only one without a story. Didn't have one. This week, I got a story. So, first of all, I'm sore, but not because of running. Because I made the mistake that, you know, every washed up bum decides to make every like three or four years. And they think it's a good idea. And that's playing pickup basketball. Hmm. So <clears throat> let, me, let me paint a little picture for you here, Steve. We, it, you know, it's woodwork day season. So uh, the other day at lunch, a group of guys in my office like hey it's super nice out why don't we go shoot around at lunch you know scarf down our lunch real quick and in 45 minutes let's go shoot the basketball around like that sounds like a great idea well when we get over to the basketball court there's already a group over there and so again to paint a little bit even deeper picture i work in the part of uh the office with all the nerds there's another part of the office with you know a bunch of macho you know, go save some lives type of type of folks. Those are the guys that are already on the basketball court. You know, guys spend a lot more time in the gym than us, a lot bigger, a lot stronger than us. Challenge us to a little three on three. We accept stupidly. They are way better at basketball than us. Listen, it is what it is. They're better at basketball than us. Um, so we start playing, they go up early. But the one advantage, Steve, that we all guys like us always have is in a three-on-three basketball game, I'm just going to run around the court like a crazy animal the entire time until people start to get tired. And that's what I did. I was a maniac. I was just running back and forth and playing hard defense. And it gets to the point where they're, like, getting real tired. And we start going on a run, and we start killing them. We get up 19 to 11 in a game to 21. And here's where I need your opinion on this. One of the guys on their team is like, gassed out of his mind i mean this dude looks like his eyes are about to roll back into his head and so he like calls time out and he's like guys guys i just i just need a second i just give me a second he leaves the court for 15 minutes i don't know what he was doing i don't know if he took a nap i don't know if he like I, i don't know what happened but we just lost every advantage we had, right? I spend the entire game trying to gas these guys. This dude filibusters me, leaves for 15 minutes. Yeah, he yeah. filibusters me. He leaves, leaves for 15 minutes. Like I said, we're up 19 to 11. They come back. We have the ball. We miss our first shot. They go on like an 8-0 run. We get ice cold. They beat us. I mean, that that you can't do that. You can't, like... How should I have handled this situation? We can't continue playing that game after you take a 15-minute break. No, game I, over. Game I, over. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a good basketball player. I made that very clear, but I did what I had to do to, you know, tire these guys out, and they took away every advantage they had. And they act like it was this crazy comeback, you know, some, like, NBA playoffs types. Like, it, I – this was, like, four days ago, and I'm still pissed about it. I'm still pissed about it. You know what I'm pissed about is that Trent what is, is that? Just, Trent's just joining the call right now, and your story too took too long where I didn't get a chance so, to bust his balls. Yeah, it, it, it does. It, as soon as that came into my head, as soon as like, I saw him I could logging have easily on, transitioned into the the Trent intro without anybody knowing he was gone there. But yeah, you, you took you just took thirty seconds too long for us not. To I was be able to bust his balls. I I was wondering how you were gonna handle that because we could have it could have been seamless like yeah, hasn't but, even opened his mouth yet we still could you could just say we didn't get the yeah. opportunity to shit on him i'm gonna mike mute him real quick you're, you're the host right yeah he is muted 
Okay, Trent's muted. Yeah, we've been sitting around <laughs> waiting for Trent for about 20 minutes. We finally get the podcast started. This guy rolls in. He's pouring himself a bourbon, self a glass of bourbon right now. This guy rolls in just, you know, at his leisure. You know, he thinks he's the star of the show. His time's more valuable than ours, and he can just stroll into the podcast whenever he wants. Okay, go ahead. Steve, Steve, it's real convenient. The only guy without kids doesn't give a shit when we finish this podcast. Yes. Oh, that, hey, before, before you unmute Trent, let me just say this. I just want to apologize to everybody in my life with kids, right? Because if I ever, <laughs> I, if, if I ever in my life, in your presence said, Oh, I'm real busy or life's busy or I'm doing, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've, I didn't know what busy was. I didn't know what busy was. Okay. Now that I got two kids, the busy in my previous life was my downtime in my life now. So that's, that's just, that's where I go ahead. Un- unmute Trent. I want to hear what he has to say for himself. Guys, I just had a busy afternoon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff going. No, to be perfectly honest, I'm pretty razzled right now. I was downstairs. It was seven o'clock my time when the pod was going to start. I came up here. I didn't receive the Zoom link yet. So I was like, I need to go get myself a drink. I go downstairs and I proceed to just take like a full bottle of Worcestershire sauce and just shatter it everywhere. And now it's like on like all the appliances, like toaster oven, like coffee maker, like trying to keep it out of that. There's glass everywhere that I keep trying to find. I'm trying to like, this stuff just sticks. And like, it's, it's like the worst thing to spill. It's not just a liquid that you can like, it just like gets like kind of like this weird, I don't even know uh, the, the quality. You guys know it, Worcestershire sauces. Just imagine taking that and just, just Wait, taking it like on. you won a championship and just spray it all around your kitchen it's a and pretty then take terrible glass thing. and shatter well, it down. You you expect yeah. me to believe that your tardiness was a Worcestershire sauce <laughs> accident? Is that what we're going with? I, honestly, I called you. I texted you. I texted your girlfriend. It, no point. During a Worcestershire sure sauce accident, could you not just like, you know, fire out a quick like, hey, guys, little like minor emergency going on here. I got a, I got a, I got a condiment emergency going on. Yeah. <laughs> so so my phone condiment usually debacle. is was just about dead. It was like one percent. So I plugged it in at the little desk that I record the podcast at. So I'd be ready to go. I go in and says, when I got back, I have to be honest. I was shocked at how long it took me to clean it up. I thought it was going to be like 10 minutes. I was like, I'll, go, I'll be 10 minutes late. It's no big deal. And plus when there's just like glass and there's like Worcestershire sauce getting on like your like toaster, you're trying to get it out of that before something breaks or you get electrocuted somehow. I don't know. But I was, I was shocked. And apparently it takes me about 24 minutes to clean up a, a Worcestershire sauce spill. Is is Worcestershire sauce even good? Like, is that a necessary, e- is that a necessary condiment to have in your house? I couldn't tell you the last time I used it. I have that's probably why it's not open. That's why it was a full bottle of Worcestershire sauce to clean up. I don't know why it's even in there. Well, how how long have you lived at your current apartment, Trent? Uh, seven days. So you <laughs> just moved? I'm a city guy again. <laughs> oh, that was gonna be my right. intro. I moved to the city. I am I am done with the woods. I am done with the the rural lifestyle, and I'm now a big city guy. Wait, so what? did the Worcestershire sauce travel with you? Like you, you felt the need to pack up the Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I did not feel the need to jack up the Worcestershire sauce. I, I don't know. I assume it was purchased. We made a big grocery store run because we moved to a new apartment. I assume it was purchased with a recipe in mind that we needed some Worcestershire sauce for. But I have yet to see any food created with the Worcestershire sauce. So I'm confused as hey. you guys are. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, if somebody hit the over on amount of times Worcestershire yeah. sauce was going to be said <laughs> in the first 10 minutes of the podcast, they are cashing in. I did not, I, I did not expect this coming, but Trent, where, so where are you living now? I, I am just a few minutes down the road from the last place, but whereas the last place you looked out, you could see like one or two houses in the distance. Now I'm like, oh, I walked to get pizza the other night. Like I'm, I'm in the, the quote unquote downtown. But for me, it does feel like the big city. Like I can see houses from where I'm at right now. There's people that walk outside with, with dogs that, that make some noise. I can see horses too. So I still feel like I'm not too much in the city, but I'm in the same town. I just moved from kind of the outskirts 
you know, the, the big scenic area to uh, the downtown, if you will, um, where I, I live in like a real neighborhood. Is the, uh, the life of seclusion out in the country all it's cracked up to be? Would you ever do it again? Do you miss it? Oh, I miss it. I, <laughs> I totally miss it. I got to deal with, I go like, you know, I am not quite running yet, battling back from injuries. I'm doing like some walks some walk runs, get some jogging in a little bit inter intertwine there. Um, but I got to like, like wave to people now when I go by them before I didn't have to worry about seeing anybody now that there's people around and, and the dog is coming, I got to like cross the road. So I'm not, you know, getting uh, tangled up in the leash that the person's walking by with their dog. So I, uh, Maybe it just takes a little bit to get used to, but at this point I miss where the only friends I had were like the horses and the cows. So my wife and I were literally having this discussion last night of like what I think we'll say like retirement scenario, like what I want and like what I think like the perfect living situation later in life or whatever, when, when, you know, other things are, are less important, right? Like space. I want, I want like, an apartment condo in a city walking to restaurants around people. The idea of throwing myself out in the middle of the country in the middle of nowhere just sounds like uh, a nightmare to me. I, I like where we're at or where we were at. Cause it was as like it pretty remote, but you know, you could drive to a restaurant in like 10 minutes, you know, there, there is civilization, uh, a short drive away here. Here I'm at, and honestly, give me, give me a few weeks. And I'm going to tell you how much I love it. Cause I did walk to get like pizza at night and they, I can walk to like a bar now and get a drink and then walk home, which is pretty exciting. But I don't know, man, you get used to it, especially when you, I'm bad. Like I work from home obviously now and I, uh, I can go days like without seeing people. It's a good thing I go to the gym. Cause I'm like seeing people interacting it. Cause it would be real easy for me just to like, be hold up between like work during the day and then like school in the evening, which I try to crank out during the week. So I have my weekends to go have fun. I could easily go like five straight days of seeing nobody, but you know, <laughs> the person that I live with. You, uh, you walked to get a pizza tonight. Not tonight. That was, that was another night. Oh, okay. So you just lied. Did I say I walked to get a pizza? Yeah. Tonight? And I was going to use that as a, ah, I was, so I was thinking sauce. Yeah, I was. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, "Oh, what time do you eat dinner? Is it possible you were like because you're eating pizza?" So now either, now we, I'm. I don't know what to believe anymore. I play the tape. Did I say it tonight? I meant I had walked to get pizza since I've been. Yeah, here you, you. No, you said today. You said. Listen, I'm yeah. razzled. I'm razzled right now. Don't I'm worry. We'll, Mike, Mike, we'll we'll get the minutes. Of, we got a private investigator on our tail right now, so we'll we'll get the bullets. Yeah, with, I'm. I'm I refuse to believe the Worcestershire sauce story. But like, Trent, I just, I want to go back to like city living versus country yeah. for one second. There is, and I've done the city living. I've done the, you know, walkable to, to bars, restaurants. There's no better feeling. Let's say late spring, early summer, a night like tonight. It was, it hit 80 degrees. Oh, was, I think today was woodwork day, by the way, but we'll get to that. It was, it hit 80 degrees today. And, and in the evening, it, it settled into right around 70 degrees. Um, there's no better feeling than on like some of those first warm days and walking out to get dinner and knowing, Hey, if tonight takes a turn for the better, I don't need to worry about driving. I can just walk to my bed after I have dinner. And there is no better feeling than that. Yeah. The, the lack of transportation options out here is, is a something to get used to when you're used to having like an Uber or Lyft, wherever you need, or like you're saying, if you could walk somewhere, luckily for me, it's not woodwork day yet. We did have snow flurries this morning. So I haven't had that feeling of like, Oh, it's woodwork day. I can't wait to be out and stay out all evening. But I would counter with that feeling. Like when I'd wake up and I would just like have a cup of coffee and just like, maybe it will be a little chilly to sit outside, but at least kind of look out the window and just kind of like soak in the life and really just take it all in and get just pumped for your day. Uh, that, that feeling, I mean, I don't have any against city living. I loved like the city when I was there, I think I was just ready for a new turn and I'm, I'm pretty sure I won't be a total hermit the rest of my life. There'll be a point where I move back to real civilization. Uh, but for now I'm enjoying that, that nothingness. Well, boys, um, uh, Mike saw a mini freak out for me right before we got on the podcast. Because sure did. Was it I, about uh, me? 
No, no, it was about something yeah, else. Honestly, Trent, you're pretty lucky that Steve got distracted with some other topic that I don't know because if he was just focusing his energy on the fact that you were 25 minutes late, it might have been a different story. So I was on a uh, a little roller coaster of emotions, and I don't. I want to figure out how to phrase this because as soon as I start talking about, it, you guys are going to know what I'm talking about. So there was some exciting news being released today that I was eagerly anticipating. And we sat down to start recording the pod. And I said, oh, geez, I realized I didn't check in on this. And I opened up my phone. I did a Google search and I scrolled down and I had a minute of pure euphoria because on November 6th, the day after our marathon, I saw a Colts logo and a Patriots logo next to each other. No. And I almost jumped through the roof with excitement. They are playing in Gillette Stadium, not Indianapolis. Can you guys imagine how incredible that would have been if we were able to go to Lucas Oil Stadium and watch the Patriots on November 6th, the day after the marathon? Watching the progression of your reaction now before we start recording makes so much more sense now. I was so confused because I watched you go from like pure joy and excitement to just like defeated and you know, like I just kept saying, What could have been, Mike? Yeah, just hopeless. And now I was like, What could he possibly be talking about? And now that makes more sense to see those two logos on that date must have oh my god i can you can't recreate recreate that moment like even you no. telling us it like i get it but you can't recreate like i wish we were that must have felt yeah yeah because yeah, today i mean the 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 schedule dropped uh like an hour and a half ago so the the full schedule was released an hour and a half ago and i forgot that it was released so i went and checked it but man what what a bummer but you know what this means? Our crew is going to, we're going to have to find a place to watch the game and then like go take over a sports bar in Indianapolis on the Yeah, sex. we're going to be the big, the big heel. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to hate yeah. us. Yeah. Everybody's going to. I bet there's probably a Patriots bar out there, right? Like we should get our indie people. But I don't think that's I don't want to go to a Patriots bar. For yeah. I want to oh, go take over. I want to go bar. into enemy territory and, and, you know, get ready to do battle. Yeah, are crippled, like not being able to walk. Yeah, asses, I want to like, limp. I want to limp my uh, my ass, my my uh, my marathon destroyed body into a bar with my Tom Brady jersey on and uh, and yell at people that are still butthurt about all the times we destroyed the Colts in the playoffs. This this was spoken about previously when we were talking about Indy originally, but just another uh, you know I'll give the credit to you, Steve. Pat on your back. Uh, for finding a Saturday marathon where we will have that opportunity. It's Saturday, right? I'm not screwing this up. Okay. It's Saturday marathon where we will have that opportunity for Sunday to have Sunday fun day because I've done, I've done the Sunday marathons and uh, theoretically you're going to go and like have yourself a day after watch the Pats or something. But uh, you know, people, people get a little tired. People are a little spent after it, but the Saturday marathon is, is clutch. So for, for anybody still on the fence, I just want to, I just kind of like want to uh, paint a paint a scenario here. Like I, I lay out the scenario here. So, you know, we get in on Friday, we get up or we're, we're, I, we're so, so we run the marathon on Saturday. It's a, it's a fast course. It's November should be a good day. So have a great day out there. You know, maybe we get some BQs, maybe we have some good times, whatever we survive. Um, you know, then we, we leave um, Mike and Trent buy me a steak dinner at St. Elmo's afterwards. We do the peak too early by bell lap party afterwards and it's going to be nuts it's going to be great we're going to celebrate like we we just won the super bowl because we just ran a marathon so we're going to celebrate our butts off on saturday night we get a good night's sleep we wake up and what time's the game at is it a one o'clock game which means i think it would be a noontime game out there right so indianapolis is right on that like time zone the yeah. change in time zone i don't it's know a which one o'clock one game 
one o'clock game. So what we're going to do is we're going to connect with connect with our guy chief at Bell App track and field gear and find the perfect place to roll in with like 20, 30 Patriots fans, because we're, that's pretty much what we're going to have out there. So the perfect place to roll into a bar, to go watch this game, um, you know, and, and we go in and we watch Mac Jones beat up on the, on the Colts. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So if you're on the fence, I hope that this as awesome as it would be to have the Patriots in Indianapolis. I mean, it's still going to be great. I mean, it's going to be better than if the Colts weren't playing the Patriots. And sure. this is better for how big a crew we have. Cause realistically, not everybody yeah. went able to get to the game That's and probably not true. sit next to each other, but with 30 people or however many it's going to be, they'd be all together. That's going to be, that's going to be memorable. And we are going to make, we're going to make a very interesting investment. I believe on that day. Oh, yeah. We, we, uh, we just a business might. decision. So we're gonna make a very interesting business decision on that day. So, anyway, Sorry, what's what's the over under on people that want to fight Steve by the end of the game? All of them. Just yeah. <laughs> all, all Why am I the fight? one that they're gonna to want to fight? I've watched I games just... with both of you. Yeah, you know, I'll still take the over. All of them. Listen, I'm older. I'm mellowed out. I got kids now. I don't think anybody's going to want to fight me. Well, that's it. Steve, that's exactly why. This is going to be like your first. I don't know about your first, but this is going to be your big weekend since having kids. So it's going to be like unleashed strength. Yeah. Well, dad strength and, you know, <laughs> maybe uh, the tolerance isn't this high. That's and, for sure. Uh, you know, when, when Steve starts uh, talking a little shit at the, at, you know, when Mac Jones gets a, a lead, it, things could go haywire real quick. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. How, how are you guys, how are you guys checking in for the, for this marathon? Uh, well, I played basketball. Like I said, at the top of the show, Trent missed that. No, I mean, I, I'm running. That's better than what Trent's doing. I'm running. Uh, I didn't don't run play. today. I did not run today. I will, I will. I'm a man of integrity. I did not run today. Don't don't play basketball, man. You're just gonna hurt yourself yeah. and never be able to run again. I played like four days ago, and I'm like still like limping from it. So, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 definitely behind the eight ball right now, <laughs> but uh-huh. I am doing a little more, a little more every day. I'm making steady progress, getting myself back into back into fitness. I'm. I'm doing uh, a lot of walks, which, you know, that can get you over 26.2 miles as well. There's no, no walking rule. Uh, and and I, like I said, I'm mixing in maybe a little bit of jogging, just, just, just trying to get the body to where it needs to be. But I'm feeling I couldn't feel better, like I said, behind the eight ball, but I couldn't feel better about where I'm at. Right when, when's the last time you've gone for like, let's say like a five mile run? Uh, probably like late February. That's actually not as bad as I thought you were going to say. I, I was actually like, I was running. And then during like March, I played basketball and I just <laughs> totally screwed my calf up. And so I'm just trying to like get my body to where it needs to be. And then I'll be, I'll be right back at it. Guys, Mike, don't you worry I, about me. Mike, when's I'm, the last time you've gone for a five mile run? Oh, this, uh, this week. What this about week. a 10 mile, what about a 10 mile run? Ah, <laughs> The mileage challenge. <laughs> do we do 10 mile runs at? No, that? no, we did four no. mile runs. Uh, then, so. <laughs> then I had the other mileage challenge. The, yeah, the how many miles can you run some, in a week? Yeah, sometime before the mileage challenge for sure. So three years ago. <laughs> um, this is off topic, but I'm playing in a basketball tournament. The reason we decided to play basketball this week is because I signed up for a basketball tournament. Oh, you are so screwed. Yeah, that could be a problem. You are so screwed. Are you going to well, coach? I- you should coach. No, I'm no running point, baby. No, you, you, <laughs> you can't do that, Mike. I'm running point. <laughs> Don't do it. I, I'm gonna, I'm trying to play once a week until the basketball tournament. You, you need to control the tempo then as the point guard. You are a strictly like walk the ball up. No, you see, you missed you missed the whole start of this. My only tool in basketball is I just run around the court and tire people up. Your mark is smart. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to 
by the time I'm done with the game, I want everybody huffing and puffing. I want everyone like feeling like they're going to pass out. That's the only thing I can, can contribute to the team. I'm not going to shoot the lights out. I'm not driving the hole. I'm not doing no, no look passes. I'm just going to tire you up. So that's all I got. Well, so I, uh, you, that's, it's dumb. I mean, you're, you're completely taking yourself out of this marathon bet by playing in a basketball game. I'm just saying that, but, um, last week, my running has been really good. Like I've been doing good. My, my biggest thing is, you know, I just, I got to stay consistent. I gotta, I can't get injured. I just, as long as I stay on the same path and I don't get injured, you guys are done. You, you gotta, you gotta pray for an injury at this point. Um, but last week I got sicker than I've been. It's one of the sickest I've ever been in my life. I just got like a stomach bug and it had me laid out like nonstop puking. Like I just couldn't get, couldn't get out of the bathroom. It was just 24 hours of absolute hell. It's the worst I felt since, um, Mike and I chugged, uh, 18 year old Miller lights after <laughs> the Super Bowl. Um, but I was, I was so sick and it, and it, 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 it took me out of running for like four days because I just like, I was 24 hours of hell. And then I just didn't feel right for three days. So it just took me a while to recover. Um, but I've been back running this week. And, you know, like I said, you know, part of my marathon training is I gotta, I gotta lose some weight. I lost like seven pounds. I'm feeling fantastic. So (laughs) performance enhancement. It was like the best getting sick was like the best thing that happened in my run. And I'm like bouncing around like super lightweight. I'm feeling great. Like guys, you know, not even a stomach bug can slow me down. It's only helping me. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the way if you talk to any, like, like sport or specifically a running kind of doctor and any kind of educated person about nutrition, that sort of thing. They'll say, if you need to lose seven pounds for your running, just get the stomach flu and throw up for days. And then you will be, I didn't, I didn't eat a meal. I didn't eat a meal for almost three days. I didn't eat anything for like 36 hours. (laughs) This is like your cleanse that you do, your your annual cleanse right here. You don't have to do the cleanse this year. You knocked it out all in 24 hours. Yeah. The problem with the cleanse is like, it's great for 48 hours. And then I just eat nonstop for 72 hours after the cleanse. This is a little different. I come out of it a little slower and I just, you know, kind of ease my way back into food. So, yeah. When, when we were in college, my senior year, we were like gearing up to try and make nationals. I had an injury that had me in the pool. Shout out the YMCA, Trent. Uh, for East like, um, yeah, East and Y. Uh, amazing battle stories in the hot tub with oh. old men. Um, we could do a whole podcast yeah. on hot tub stories well, from the Y. Well, sauna stories, well, Lil Y, and, and that's it. I got so many sauna stories from the, from the <laughs> Lil YMCA. We should we should have a, a second podcast that's just stories from the Y. Oh, I've got some good ones. (laughs) But anyways, the point of my story here is I was in the the pool for like three or four weeks, you know, on and off trying to nurse a knee injury, trying to keep me healthy for uh, the end of the season, championship season. Finally, I get out of the pool and like four days into being out of the pool, I went to friggin' little Sammy's, got a chicken sandwich got the worst food poisoning of my life. I was in the hospital. I, you know, couldn't see straight. I pooped myself in the parking lot with, you know, <laughs> my uh, wife at the time, girlfriend who I'd been dating for like a month and a half. I turned to her and said, I think I just pooped myself. Somehow, <laughs> somehow I'm still married to her. I guess the point of the story. It, so then after that, seven days later, I came back and ran the worst day of my life. So that was a long way to go, Steve, to say that you might feel okay now. I don't know. I don't know if it's the best strategy. I, I think we should discourage people from getting the the stomach bug and throwing up all the contents of their body because it did not work out for me. Just didn't work out for me. This, this is going to be a tangent, but uh, <laughs> uh, the the Stonehill cross country track and field coach used to tell you know stories of uh, actually what is it roaring kitten uh oh what's his name yeah about how he ran kitty yeah roaring kitty how he ran extremely fast out of the pool uh and we always called bs so mike are you saying that 
the like four weeks of not running before your terrible performance had nothing to do with it because pool running is no i think i would have come out of the pool just fine it's a good point i guess i hadn't considered that no so no you're right we were crushing it in the pool oh yeah we were definitely crushing the pool but there, there's a little bit, you know, this is actually going to defend Mike's poor performance in that race more than just the food poisoning. I would say pool running is not equivalent to normal running, despite, you know, the myths that we heard in college of, of, uh, of pool running being just as good, if not better than running. And, and it basically was a way for our coach to make us feel bad if you ran slow after an injury. Because she'd be like, oh, this one person <laughs> 10 years ago, he ran like a PR out of the pool. Why can't you do it? Uh, we... To, to now completely change gears because we just went off on a crazy tangent. I didn't get a chance to speak on this, but I wanted to bring up a point that I want to talk about. You talked about the Saturday marathon, right? And I have come to a very new uh, conclusion, I guess, that goes against pretty much everything I've ever believed in in my entire life. And I kind of wanted to put this out to you guys. It, now that my marathon training has started, I've been mixing in some long runs. My entire Fine life. Hey, what the, that's relevant. No, nope, no, nope, we got above. So we got, uh, I think the last Sunday was seven and a half. So that was pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. It's my training uh, run today. Not a big deal. Yeah, well, we've got a long time to go. Long way to go. It's a, It's a... You know, it, as they say, Steve, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know what I mean? But anyways, so I've been mixing some long runs, some really long runs. And my whole life, long runs have been Sunday long runs. I am here to make the case, gentlemen, for a Saturday long run. I, now I think... This only applies later in life because I think a lot of things I'm going to say is contrary to, uh, you know, to how I feel now. But I think as you get older and, you know, your life gets busier, maybe you have kids or whatever, I think a Saturday long run is the way to go because Sunday has for me become a day where it's like, yeah, you know, make some breakfast in the morning and you're trying to be as chill as possible. I'm not trying to mess up my relaxing Sunday with a long run. And Saturday is a day, you know, you're trying to knock out whether it's yard work or stuff to get done around the house because you want to enjoy a relaxing Sunday. So again, I'm not trying to take away from my relaxing Sunday. I might as well just pile on on one day. If I need to get my yard work done, if I need to get my things done around the house, let me throw in my long run too. Let's just make Saturday a busy day where we're going to get a lot done. And as we get older and with the kids, you know, I, Saturday is a night where once I get everything accomplished, I might, you know, have a couple of drinks, indulge a little bit. And I'm not 22 anymore. Okay. I can't recover off a of covenant, having a, a, a few drinks and knock out a long run the next day like we used to do. where We'd have 12, 13 beers, wake up a few hours later and knock out 18 miles. It's just not going to happen anymore. So these are just a few of the reasons where I think later in life, I'm, I'm not making the argument for everyone needs to do Saturday long runs, but I think as we get older and as we evolve and as you, you, know, you become a, a more adult, mature runner, I think I might be a Saturday long run guy. You want to hear something crazy, Mike? What's that, Steve? Since November, when I started training for this marathon, next November, Sunday has been my weekly off day. See, I, I, that's what I'm, that's, I'm, that's what I'm arguing for. And it yeah. feels crazy because Sunday long run, it just feels nice to like, for for the log like it feels it's it's a front load it's you know it's a front load mentality like especially when you're trying to hit that high number whoa, when whoa, whoa when hold on hold on hold yeah, on yeah we're not having this argument. yeah 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 i don't want to go down that road i don't want to go down the sunday starts or weekends i was gonna say it caps it out and it it looks symmetrical and it looks nice and just like 
I, having I, I the honestly opt-in. forget what side of the argument I'm on. Uh, I yeah, I think. The... <laughs> yeah. No, Steve, I, if I remember correctly, you started Sunday was the end of the week. And then by the end of it, you, you talked yourself in. Yeah, you talked yourself in. But me and Mike were holding strong. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have the energy to go down that path. But, but yes, I, I'm, I'm happy to hear, Steve, that you have come to that conclusion. Trent, thoughts? So, so I wish I had gone before Steve because I was going to attack your point, Mike, on a very specific part of it. But Steve also doing it is making this uh, going to hit less, but I'll go for it. When you're only doing a long run of like six miles, then yes, you can do your long run on <laughs> Saturday and then you can do yard work and you still have the energy to get all the stuff done that you need to get done. I totally agree. Saturday is the day to, to, to do the errands, to do the work around the house, to, to go see a, a friend later in the day, whatever it is that you're doing on your Saturday. Um, so if you're only doing a six mile run, it's not going to throw off your day. I mean, that's why it's meant for Sundays is because when you're doing a real long run, it would kind of like, like, what's the best time for a long run it's football season right and sunday and that the game starts at one o'clock when you're in the east coast you have all morning to get that run in and then you are just going to sit down all you want to do after that run is sit down on the couch and you get to happen to have you know eight hours of football to, to take up your time that day if you were to do that sort of run on saturday and then you just want to sit down on your couch all day uh then you have you know, you just lost your Saturday and then Sunday comes around and that's supposed to be your chill day. It throws everything off, but I don't know. Steve's actually running over here. And so he, I'd like to hear his point of why he did that switch because I would think for the shorter runs, sure, whatever, do it whenever, but for a longer run, I still, I don't know. I haven't done a long run in a while, but I still want to do that, that Sunday morning where that is my relaxation day. It just triggers the relaxation. It just gets you going for relaxation. It doesn't you know, you, you actually get to relax after your long run instead of on your Saturday, you're, you're doing work after it. Fair argument. Any rebuttals? Yeah. I mean, I, so I'll, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. I don't, I don't need a long run to make me relax anymore. I got, I got plenty of stuff going on that if I want to have a relaxing Sunday, I'm going to have a relaxing Sunday. I don't need a, a, a long run as an excuse to, to enjoy my Sunday anymore. I think this just goes back. I, I, it just goes back to the, uh, yeah, we don't need to go. You don't need to go keep going back to this. I'm, I'm going to, we're going to alienate Trent, but the, uh, the, uh, the no kids life versus kids life. I mean that having a day where you just don't have to worry about anything. And just like, Hey, Sunday, we're just not doing anything. It just like, it gets you through the week. So I'll just leave it at that. My long run has actually been going on on Friday nights. Friday nights have been my longest <laughs> either been friday night or, or saturday morning it's been one of the two so it's the only time yeah it's been what, what it's been for me so the the night i mean i guess that is that's a true testament to being a dad right there is the night long run because then you're not giving yourself any opportunity to enjoy that like relaxation period after because it's just it's nighttime already you're trying you're i got news for you I don't have any relaxation period anymore. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that that was <laughs> the most, that's a thing of the past for me. <laughs> that was the most poignant point you've made of being a dad. I I uh, I got to enjoy my Sunday long runs while I can. I guess I will, a fr- a Friday night long run sounds disgusting. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Disgusting. Hey, listen, I got to earn that St. Elmo's steak and most expensive bottle of red <laughs> wine that they got, right? All right, so we are going to end the episode with a little game. And this has been, for the most part, this has been a pointless winding episode. Just, uh, you know, I'm sure we only have the diehards still on the episode. But it's just, you know, it's been a while. So it's been a week and, you know, we've all had a busy week. So we wanted to, uh, a week since last episode, we've had a busy week. But we wanted to jump on the podcast and make sure we got something out. So I know there's not a ton of running content in this episode, but we're just having fun. And the uh, the conversation of being a dad on this episode has come up has come up quite a bit. So uh, we are going to end the game with the our personal podium, three best, I'll say unintended best parts of being a dad. 
So uh, Mike and I obviously have firsthand experience and then we're just going to include Trent and then he's going to just say like what he thinks would be the, would be the best part of, of, uh, of being a dad. So we have no idea the direction this is going to go. We have don't, no idea if this, if this is going to, this content is going to be any good, but we're just going to roll the dice and see how it goes. So what we're going to do is we are going to, and I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. We're going to go in order of becoming a dad. So Mike's first, I'll go second, and then Trent will be third. So, uh, so uh, Mike, why don't you kick us off with one, one, pick yeah, one, I mean, one. <clears throat> I, I scrambled to, to find more because I, it came to my attention pretty quickly. I didn't think I was going to get this one, but I have it. And I think I'd be silly not to take it. I think anybody else would take it in this position. It's the built-in excuse. It's a built-in excuse to not do anything you don't want to do. Any plans you want to cancel, anywhere you don't want to go, any event you don't want to attend. It's ah, the kids. I got to do this. I can't stay out that late at all. I got to take the kid here. Oh, I got to watch the kid. You just, anything you don't want to do for the rest of your life, you have that excuse that you don't feel bad about and just blame it on the kids. Excuse for 18 years. 18 years. Sure. 18 years. Rest of your life. That's it. Easy one, one. That's one, one. Anybody who's ever, anybody who's ever been a parent says that's one, one, you know, built an excuse to get out of anything. So soup. Yeah. I mean, you'd be dumb not to take that. So um, yeah. One, one. Good pick. So then it's on to me. On to you. So I'm going to go with something I didn't expect. I mean, this is having two little guys in the house. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, re reintroducing uh, like kids food to my diet. Like I have mm-hmm. pizza, chicken nuggets and like French fries, you know, on a regular basis. Now I haven't had that stuff on the menu for a very long time. So, you know, yeah, we throw some chicken nuggets in the, in the, in the, in the oven for the kiddos. And guess what? That's what I'm having for dinner too. We're going to toss a couple of chicken nuggets and maybe I'll have a little salad on the side, you know, balance it out, but I'm running now. I'm running more than Mike and Trent. So it's okay. You know, I'll burn off those nuggets the next day. A little sweet sour sauce, a little barbecue sauce. I have a little, I have a little dipping sauce, like, like, you know, buffet if you will on my plate and like you know dip around you know try different sauces it's great i was gonna say this might be a little tricky for me but you know i crush that food all the time so i guess i uh, <laughs> i guess i'm already living the dad lifestyle uh so i shouldn't you know be, be too worried about it uh all right so obviously i, I don't have kids but if uh you know taking a, a think of or taking a an opportunity here to pretend like i had kids or, or the positives that would happen so uh, first one I'll go with would be the opportunity to like mold mold the child to just be a positive influence on the world. You know, you have that opportunity to take something and kind of uh, a groom it to, to give it guidance to really just be like a beacon of positivity around the people that it that it's going to interact with for the rest of its life. Like that that's your legacy right there. Is, yeah. is somebody that can go out and. <laughs> and kind of live a better life than, than maybe you were able to live. So I don't know that, that, that part of being a dad seems like it will be pretty cool. Powerful. Trend. Yeah. That's, like that's a good, that's a good first <laughs> big trend. Seems like that should have been one, one. Yeah. Luckily we get to have another Trump pick because you have yeah. the first pick of the second round too. You're on the turn. You're on the turn. All right. Well, I had a couple. Surely, surely this will not be as impactful. No, I mean, there's, I, I think it could be as impactful. Like I, I had a tough time deciding what I wanted to go with my first one. Um, I, I guess my number two, I mean, I can't even put it as number two. I, it, it really has to be like a one B one, a one B situation, but having something like that you care so much about <laughs> that it would just motivate you to be an even better person yourself, you know, cause you just want to be, uh, you know, I would imagine like the best dad you could possibly be. You want to be such a positive role model on um, on your child that it's probably brings out the very, very best of you, or hopefully it does. So, uh, you know, you feel like you're doing good now, but you don't have that motivation that like you don't care about something so strong that like like I do right now that it doesn't. I don't know. There's probably a next level that that maybe one day I can reach. Wow. That- it's a great pick Trent it's a good one too (laughs) thanks guys
for my number pick, I'm going with catching up on my Disney movies. It's been a good <laughs> That was my number two. It's been a it's been a solid two decades before I've watched any Disney movies. <laughs> So I've, I've been catching up on them and hey, you know, listen, like Disney's putting out some good stuff. So like, you know, just getting the getting the excuse to dive into the Disney plus subscription and just catch up on my Disney catalog. So yeah. that's my number two pick. Man, that was going to be my number two pick. What's um, the best Disney movie you've watched since being dead? Oh, oh, that's a good one. You know, everybody, the, the Encanto buzz is, is the big mm-hmm. one right now, the Encanto, but I'll tell you what, um, uh uh coco really Coco's, blew me away oh yeah, coco like coco coco's better. coco's the coco's my jam i was that i think that's like of the past like you know uh you know of the recent disney movies that's the one that that's a good movie so are you watching are you watching more of the new movies or are you forcing your childhood movies on your kids uh, a little bit of both okay a little bit of both yeah and it's one of those things we just have on in the background right like they're they're too young to fully understand the movie. Sometimes they tune. Sometimes they they peek their head up and they watch some of it. And they go away. But if I'm in the room, you know, I'm I'm watching whatever's on the screen. So we'll you know we'll throw some Toy Story. We'll throw some we'll throw some uh, um, some Lion King. Mike, we watched Hercules the other day. Like we're throwing oh, out yeah. like you know the classics. Um, uh, but you know then we'll throw on a little Encanto, a little Coco, a little. Uh, you know, let's see, what, what are some of the other new ones? A little uh, Moana action, you know? Moana's. Whew. Yeah. All right. Um, that threw me off my game a little bit because that was going to be number two. But it's okay. I feel really good about this one. Um, listen, being a funny person and, and making people laugh, I think, is like the – number one confidence builder in the world. I think if, you know, you're somebody who can make people laugh, you're instantly like, uh, you know, capture the room. You're, you know, you're, you're the go-to guy. You command a room. You're, you're a popular dude. I mean, these kids are so easy to make laugh. I can, I can make Joel laugh with, you know, I was doing this thing earlier today. I was just like putting my fist in. Then right when I get closer to this, I go, poof. And he was just cracking up. He was loving it. He thought it was so funny. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm basically a comedian. Right? Like Bill so Burr over here. Yeah, big, big confidence boost for me. So it's just like how easy it is to make these kids laugh, I would say, is, is number two. Bill, um, boosting your self-confidence through your, your yes. child, your, your kid humor. Yes, 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 yes. It's oh, a good one. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. And my last one off the board here. Um, yeah, I would say, I I think I've talked about this one before and I just, I want it on my board. So I think it's an excuse for me to watch more sports because it's like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm going to give you a break from, from holding the kid and like you go do what you gotta do you want to go do yoga you want to go for a walk or something like that like do, do you gotta do I'll, I'll i'll take care of i'll take care of baby jay uh we'll just we'll sit here and watch uh the masters and and hang out or we'll watch the red sox game that we're on me and him i'll throw him on the mat me and him will lay down we'll look up at the big screen together and we'll watch some sports together so you know it's just uh a little bit of bonding time with the, with the baby boy that we can we can hang out and watch some sports together Good pick, good pick. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let Trent go here. I'm gonna give him my turn in the in the rotation Whoa. here. So so we Trent, gotta trade. Why, why, we get we get a draft. Yeah, we get, we're gonna. I'm gonna trade down. So Trent, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to move up because I the one I have I can't believe it didn't get taken already, and so I'd be nervous that you're gonna take it. So Steve, thank you for letting me move up. I don't. Like I said, I don't know how this one didn't get taken, but like you know, and, and just with my my family's kids, right? So I got little like. uh um i don't know my cousins have kids and stuff so you hang out with them when you just like are able to like look into especially i'm thinking more of like a child like a small baby or something uh you look into its eyes and you realize that you've never felt like a love like that like i see that with some (laughs) while you're laughing but you realize you see like your family or your friends have kids and it just it takes them to a new place of love and caring that they probably never experienced before and i just really look forward to that day of being able to you know hold, hold a baby of my own and 
just kind of look into its eyes and, and kind of feel you it. Getting choked up I've over there, had. You getting choked up? I don't know, man. It's a pretty cool, cool thought. Uh, that that will hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get. But um, like I said, I can't believe that one didn't didn't get taken already. So my last pick in the uh, great great pick by the way, Trev. My last pick in the uh, best thing about having kids draft is uh, wearing a fanny pack. I've you know, I, I fanny pack is super convenient um it 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 just like makes so much sense um i haven't really been able to wear one in social situations until this point but now that i'm a dad like it's i get a pass right i can i can rock a fanny pack wherever and you can like you know you i I put my wallet in there i put my phone i put my keys in there i put my airpods like that's you know something you know dads of the past didn't get to put my ear and and it, it frees up my pockets so my legs are more flexible. They're more comfortable. I can sit down without having to move my wallet. So wearing a fanny pack is it for me. Yeah, I uh, saw your your fanny pack in your house, Steve. And my gut reaction, like my instant reaction was like, oh, I'm about to make fun of you. And then I instantly was like, oh, I, I can't. Like, I, that's not something you know, you're a dad, like, I can't make fun of you for wearing a fanny pack. If it was a little bit ago, a few months ago, I would have had free reign to make fun of you, but just like, I oh, know like that I've lost that card. So yeah, that, that's a yeah. bummer. Yeah. You can't make fun of me. It's dad life, dad fashion. So I think, I think fanny packs were in really briefly, not too long ago. Right. Wasn't yeah, there but like kind of fanny packs, like slung over your shoulder. Not like I wear it. In, <laughs> in, like, but, but even with that, like you had to have a special kind of confidence to pull it off yeah you can't you can't just be like you know i can't just go throwing a fanny pack and just be like oh yeah this is like a fashion statement like that's just not that's not gonna work yeah yeah so we'll we'll see how that bit went over um (laughs) that was our uh personal podium of uh uh, unintended benefits of being a dad. Just quickly, we 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 tossed around uh, worst things about being a dad, and um, uh, you know we we decided to cut it. But I just want to quickly list off mine. Um, getting your arm stuck in a in a diaper genie, uh, Mike. Have you had this happen yet? Oh my god! The, anybody? I don't, think- I don't understand how anybody like these things are not like. There's got to be a better way to make these things. I, I mean, have you gotten your hand stuck in one yet? Yeah. Got my hand you, stuck you in push, them? You go to push the bag in and the way it's designed, it kind of, it, it, it opens up when it, when it's, when it's, you know, when you put your put, foot on the pedal, it opens up. And when you close it, it sucks the diaper down. And so when you go to push the bag in, you know, you're, 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 you're essentially pushing the, uh, pushing the mechanism close. And so when you go to pull your arm up, you literally can't, it's like your arm stuck in a bear trap. It's like, it's actually scary. So what the hell is a diaper genie well you'll find out one day (laughs) so it doesn't make the room stink of diapers okay um let's see what else do i have um uh car seats car seats are the worst thing in the world installing Mm -hmm. a car seat like you need to you need to have a doctorate in 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 car seats to to uh to put a car seat in to adjust it like it, it this thing is impossible i i spent I, I watched like 20 YouTube videos, read an entire booklet on the directions, and I still couldn't get it right. Car seats are the worst. Um, and then to, what was my- it's a good it's a good thing that like something that's so difficult. At least it's not that important. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least it's not we like literally a huge, had one one of Aaron's friends is certified in car seat installation. And if you had told me this um before I had kids, I would have said, What the heck? Why do you that is that is the dumbest, that is the most this is the biggest waste of time ever. Just read the directions. But now that I have two in my car, you 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 absolutely need a certification to be able to put this <laughs> thing in the correct way. Like they are friggin' impossible. What was my third one? I forget what my third one was. Oh, my third one was uh, kids' food because I'm getting fat because I'm eating all the kids' food. So <laughs> double sided sword right there. That's right. Double edged sword. So, uh, anyways. Yeah, so I, I hope, Trey, I hope we, Trey, you want to you want to share your list of worsts? Uh, I can't. Kidding. I honestly can't think of any. I, I yeah, there's there's no bad things. I can't think of any any bad things. I guess maybe just want more kids. So we should. Be tough, but. <laughs> oh man, 
All right. Well, uh, for the three people that are still listening, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, on that, why don't we, uh, why don't we kick off the Bell app? Uh, Mike, what do you got people on the Bell app? All right. Well, for the three people that are listening, my Bell app is going to bring us down to one person because uh, we've talked about everything not to do with running, and I'm going to keep the trend going. Uh, the Red Sox stink. Listen, I get it. Um, I know. Uh, but I... <laughs> was watching the game the other day and we had some ejections in a Red Sox game. Why I'm still watching Red Sox games, I don't know. But there's some ejections because people were calling or arguing balls and strikes um, over just egregiously bad calls, really, really bad calls. And every time someone gets ejected for call or arguing balls and strikes, we do this thing and the commentators do it. And it's like, well, you know, you, you just can't argue balls and strikes. Oh, like why? Why can't you argue balls and strikes? It, it like, I, I don't know why it never like occurred to me, but just like, I just accepted that my whole life. We're just like, oh yeah, yeah. You can't argue balls and strikes. No, yeah. Yes, you can. You absolutely can argue balls and strikes, except especially when they're doing a terrible job calling like argue or calling the balls and strikes. Why can you argue every other call in all of sports? But that one, it's like the second you even think about arguing it, you get thrown out. It's ridiculous. I and I also don't understand, like, there's like there's a way a, a batter can argue it a little bit, but there's, like, that that very distinct line that once it's crossed, like, automatic injection, I don't – and because we don't hear what the players are saying to the umps, like, I don't know what that line is. You know what it, I mean? It, it's, it's ridiculous. You want to argue – I just – I don't know why we've accepted that as, like, an unwritten rule that you don't argue balls and strikes. It's like, if there's anything that you should be arguing in sports, it's that because like that is the consistency of a strike zone affects every single play of every single game. So it's just, it, it was the first time it ever occurred to me. It's just like, we need to stop saying that I'm going to create an organization a nonprofit a protest. Like we need to, to remove that language uh, from sports. Do you remember when the umpires tried, like Joe West tried to do like um, the uh, stop harassing umpire? Movement? Oh yeah, they wore like a patch they or wore something. Bands. They they were like <laughs> armbands. <laughs> what an insane move! Yeah, um, Trent, what do you got for people on the Bell app? Country Joe is the absolute worst. <laughs> but uh, I had a few that I didn't get to in our game of picking for our favorite things about. <laughs> being a dad so i thought i would just take this time to go through them um you guys can let me any feedback but uh they deserve to be brought up so just uh realizing you're not the most important thing in your life anymore is is a pretty empowering feeling i i would imagine um because right now you know you can get pretty self-centered uh seeing seeing somebody grow you know from such a small infant to to a, a grown person is really exciting seeing the world from a child's eyes having that innocence and that that kind of you just look at everything with awe and wonder again and, and seeing your kid do it. I feel like you can probably take on some of that. Uh, uh, seeing your whole family, you know, your, your uncles, your, your aunts, your grandparents all kind of come together and, and a part of them is, is kind of is in your kid. And they also are going to like share that experience with you is, is pretty, it's pretty inspiring. So that that's what I wanted to end on. Having a catch. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Having a catch. Anybody sick of this bit yet? <laughs> uh, my my bell app. Um, yeah, I think we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, like uh, it's it's a few months away here. Um, it's a year away according to Trent, but we're gonna do some sort of apparel for the uh, for the Indianapolis Marathon. And I guess I, I want to hear from people like we got to brainstorm some ideas. But like, what do you want? Would do you want another singlet? Do we want t-shirts? Do we want sweatshirts? Like, what do we want? Um, so if you have any like preference on like what you would prefer, like what type of apparel, um, we'll, 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 we'll brainstorm some like fun designs and stuff like that, or, or just kind of a fun theme, but let us know what you want. If we want, if we want to do singles, we'll do singles again. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll figure something out. All right, boys, the athletic integrity unit is at my door and I got to go get a burrito. Mike, hit me with the Joes. Joes on a
Never lose our love tonight.